Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Everything Elmer Fudd. Uh, That's right. I'm Chase. (laughs) (laughs) That always just makes me laugh. (laughs) Right again. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm Chase with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Okay, we have good news and a special guest all rolled up into one. Yes. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, our My Talk Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. uh, We had an original goal of forty thousand. Uh, we uh, we beat that quickly, like four days. So then yep. B. Arthur went down with her cauldron, her brimstone, her bag of, her bag of nuts, uh, her oh, Texas yeah. Instruments uh, calculator, and came up with $80,000 for the new goal. Well, guys, it is Wednesday. We still have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And <laughs> we are now $200 away from $70,000. So before wow. So before we introduce this next guest... I really need someone to donate $200 so we can just crack the $70,000 egg. And we can tell her that would be so fun to do that live Live. while she's on with us. That's (gasps) right. So please, somebody make that happen. How do people donate, Lex? MyTalk1071.com. Click on Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund, or you can use MyTalk keyword neighbor, and that will take you to the GoFundMe page, which, of course, is fast, convenient, secure, and you donate there $5. It all adds up even, you know? Yep. Just keep it going. And it all adds up for the Neighborhood Development Center. And yes. speaking of the NDC, NDC, she is the Chief Development and Communications Officer for the Neighborhood Development Center. Welcome to the show, Elisa Pluhar. Hello, Elisa. Elisa? Yes, oh, I'm there, here. There you Hi. are. Elisa, <laughs> Elisa, for people that maybe have missed a couple days of the broadcast, maybe a couple days of the other shows here on my talk, and they're not familiar, we've talked about you guys a lot, um, but, but sometimes you're just glancing mentions. Can you give another overview of exactly what the NDC does? Absolutely. I'd be honored to do that. Um, so the Neighborhood Development Center, uh, we are a community economic development nonprofit. We are also a CDFI, which is a community development financial institution, um, which basically means we get to do loans that banks cannot do. So we do high-risk lending. Specifically, we focus our efforts in the eight lowest-income neighborhoods in Minneapolis and St. Paul. And we provide uh, four main programs. Our first program is our entrepreneur training. So we help folks write a business plan to start their own business. Um, we do small business lending. 
And then we provide something that is called technical assistance or business services. And that can be anything from, you know, marketing and branding. Maybe you need a logo created for your business. Um, it could be accounting and bookkeeping, general management. Um, we'll assist and set folks up with that assistance. Um, and then our fourth um, program is our real estate and our incubators. So we have a number of incubators across both Minneapolis and St. Paul. The most known is the Midtown Global Market right on Lake Street. Um, and so those provide opportunities for folks to start their business and stay in those locations or to outgrow those locations. Wow. That's so encompassing. I'm sure that all of the business owners, it's not like you just say, okay, good luck. Here's, you know, one class and see you later. Bye. You do a great no, job of continued support. That's correct. Yeah, we really consider our services wraparound. We consider them very high touch. Yeah. Um, it obviously looks a little different in this COVID world. Um, you know, we're very, we're used to like working really side by side. Our business owners, it looks a little different in, in this COVID world, but we continue to provide really high touch services. And really all we're doing is providing folks with access to opportunity and just empowering them um, so that they can get their business up and running. And, and then they go forth and they are the contributors to our communities. Um, they're the role models in our communities. Um, and they're the ones who are really impacting their own neighborhoods. You know, we really strongly believe that our low income neighborhoods already have talent and drive and you know, folks are already doing what they have to do to survive. So all we're doing is providing a platform for access. And, Elisa, the night that everything, the riots erupted and you saw the fires and you saw these businesses being destroyed, what happened? What did you guys do? Were you making phone calls right away? Was it the next morning? Tell us a little bit about how you felt. Yeah, we were on the ground immediately. Um, <clears throat> so everything from phone calls to uh you know, our CEO literally being on the ground on Lake Street talking to business owners. We were trying, um, like a lot of other groups, we were just really trying to assess the damage um, and figure out sort of what what did folks need in the immediate aftermath and now what are they going to need kind of long term to, in fact, rebuild. Um, and some of that assessment is still going on today. Um, you know, we're in constant touch with our business owners and with other groups that are on the ground as well. And everybody's just trying to figure out the best way to make sure that we can serve all of these businesses. Yeah, that's great. Alisa, I never, I don't like to use the word normal, but let's say, uh, let's say in a time when we're not dealing uh, with a a global pandemic and we are not uh, coming to terms with racial injustice, what is so that's why I don't want to use the word normal, but in any given month with the NDC, I'm curious, what what are some of the roadblocks, the main roadblocks and obstacles that you guys find entrepreneurs have? Um, that's a great question, Jason. And, you know, it's funny. Um, you're right. The saying normal just doesn't. Yeah. Quite but you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, at our core, so much of what NDC does is really around equity. So racial justice has always been at the top um, for us. Uh, you know, we we work with folks where the system, there's a lot of systems um, in this country that just don't work for communities of color, which is one of the reasons why we exist. Um, and so, you know, one of the biggest 
Can I stop, uh, Elisa? Elisa, can I stop you right there and d- dive a little, uh, dive into that? Because I think, uh-huh. I think right there, I think some people. Um, maybe not turn off, but is a little bit of just noise and they, they, they don't understand or they they maybe don't believe when you say that there are just systems in place that may that that work against people of color. Can you give an example or what what do you mean to, to, to try to drive that point home? Because I think for a lot of folks. They they think the system works evenly for everyone, and 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 we're really a lot of folks are realizing it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Sure, and I think um, the, the biggest one that we see for our folks all the time is the banking industry. Um, it is it's an indus- it's it's very much um, a, a white institution that doesn't work for a lot of our communities. Um, there could be a lack of uh, intergenerational wealth. There can be a lot of things that contribute to why folks just aren't, um, you know, using traditional banks the way that maybe we grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and there and there's a distrust of institutions as well. And so when you combine those things, it can make it really challenging for folks who may already be low income. Um, they, you know, are coming you know, from a racial inequity. And so your ability to go to a bank and get a bank loan to start your business is Mm -hmm. really, really limited. Um, You know, there's also, you know, it's challenging to be a startup restaurant and get a loan no matter who you are. Um, Restaurants are considered really, really high risk. Um, And so if you look at our immigrant communities, um, you know, one of the most natural things is to provide food, right? It's the food of your community. It's the food of where you come from. Um, you want to introduce people to your food. And so restaurants are a really natural uh, business option for our immigrant communities. But again, restaurants are considered so high risk that it's, you, it's very challenging to walk into a bank and get that loan. And so really, you know, that's where NBC is there saying, hey, come work with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we can do loans. We do something called character-based lending. So, um, you know, a bank very much is going to look at your credit score. We certainly will look at your credit score, but we also look at your character. And so, um, you know, if you've gone through our training class, you know, we know a lot about you. You've worked with us for a time. Um, we know your work ethic and, uh, the, you know, how solid is your business plan and how committed um, and so we really use that more than anything. And we also look at community impact. Is this business going to create jobs in a community that desperately needs jobs? Right. Um, is it providing a safe space in the community? Um, and so we that's where our character-based lending comes into play. Well, I'm so glad that you shined a spotlight on this because it's not, an, not coming from a judgmental place. I, I think we're all... So many of us are learning a lot of things and it's not absolutely. Yeah. And it's not, it's not wrong to say, Oh, I didn't know that. I, I think it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, we need actually. to normalize that. Yeah. That's and, what we need to normalize. Like, Oh, I've learned something. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's okay. And I changed my mind. Yeah. It's okay to come from a place of not knowing. And that's why I, I didn't know, Alisa, I didn't know all of the, you know, again, that's why I love that quote of about racism, not being just a conscious act. It, it's, it's sometimes yeah. it baked into the system. And it's okay not to know that. So that's why thank you for shining a light on some of the layers of this so people understand why an organization like the Neighborhood Development Center is so vital. And and I know you'll take this correctly, 
it's sad sometimes that we need to do these exit ramps and these 694s around the system. But thank goodness you're there to do it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. And thank you guys so much for, you know, your commitment to the work we're doing um, and all the money you've helped raise. We're just thrilled with it. We can't wait to get this money back out on the streets and to our business owners. Well, we can't wait to give it to you. Alisa, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. And all the hard work and the impact that has on community. Yep. Oh. It was just really, that was, that was good. Great I question, think, Jace. Because yeah. it was just, I think you hear that phrase, oh, there are, there are racial inequalities with getting loans and getting this. Sometimes people hear and they're like, really? Or they just don't understand. Or no, they, it's, shut, because they shut their ears to it. You're yeah. thinking about maybe your circle of people who do not judge people by the color of their skin, but... You cannot blanket that statement with everybody out there who works at a bank. You don't know what's in their hearts. You don't know. Not just at a bank. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. It's just you don't know how it's so tough for them. And and it's, yeah, it was really good to hear her say all those things. Very eye-opening in the best way. Thanks for listening, audience, and thanks for being uh, with us through these conversations. You know, we're goofy, but sometimes we have these great conversations that we hope open your minds and hearts a little bit wider. We're going to take a break and go back to the goofy when we return Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, I got to say congr- uh, thanks to Anonymous, who about 25 minutes ago donated $500 to our Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. Uh, another Anonymous donated $100. we are still about $200 away from $70,000. So if somebody listening can just, let's just uh, p- put this to bed right now. Uh, somebody yeah. just give us $200. Thank you. And if, because if not, I'm going to just call B. Arthur and get her credit card number. Um, <laughs> right now, it's Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Good morning, friend. Good morning. morning. You should always have someone else's credit card number. I have hers. It's That's fine. Very I, I have it connected to my Amazon account. That's a good idea. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, if you do have that in your family, and then you'll be like, what are you buying? What just showed up? What's happening? She doesn't know. <laughs> she, she doesn't, doesn't know. She There's doesn't. so many packages. <laughs> How she would doesn't she keep track no, of all that? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Winona Ryder is making some headlines today. And this is kind of interesting. She's been um, having some conversations with the media, and she says uh, what we all know, which is that Keanu Reeves is a great guy, and that he refused direction to verbally abuse her on the set of Dracula. So here's what Winona Ryder said. She did an interview with the Sunday Times, and she said she was shooting a a scene for the film uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, which uh, was shot in 1992 or came out in 1992, and she was required to act in terror and shock. So the director, Francis Ford Coppola, wanted more tears from her, and so Winona says that he started shouting in... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Salts, um, including some like mean things that I'm not going to repeat on the radio to try to make her emotional. And then he also called on her male co-stars to join in. So Francis was trying to get all of these people, including Anthony Hopkins, Richard E. Grant, Keanu Reeves, to yell things that would make her cry. But Keanu wouldn't. Anthony wouldn't. 
It just didn't work. She added, I was like, really? It kind of did the opposite. Ew. I know. Does that work? I, I don't know. It seems like a weird technique. She said that shared experience led to her longtime friendship with Keanu Reeves. Oh, see? Aww. Sometimes where there's good smoke, there's good fire. And yeah. we hear this a lot. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kenny. No, I mean that. It's that like very we, we keep hearing good things about Keanu over the years. And, yeah. and uh, this, I think, he, I think he really is a good guy and horribly ugly. Horribly ugly. <laughs> just, horribly. He can just do anything and look great. Can he? I mean, oh, he, yeah. Just doing the dishes, I bet he's pretty. I know, yeah. I know. He's one of those two. Like, if you're of a certain generation, like, if you're, I'm 38, so you adored Keanu Reeves. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was like you just, it was over the top. Point Break uh, confirmed my homosexuality. <laughs> That's a really wonderful memory. What it a joy. Is. Yeah, it's like, yep, yep. You're like, still got yeah, it, still uh, love it. Yep, what I'm a, gay. What, yes, yes, yeah. that's great. Um, okay, we talked about this yesterday, and I want to make sure that we follow up today on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, Jimmy Kimmel has apologized for wearing blackface on his sketch comedy show, The Man Show, back in the 90s. So here's what he said to page six in a statement. And um, Jimmy Kimmel, of course, is taking the summer off. We've talked about this over the last few days, sort of wondering where are things going to go with Jimmy Kimmel? He said, I apologize to those who were genuinely hurt or offended by the makeup I wore or the words I spoke. Um, He said in the statement, he never considered that this might be seen as anything other than an imitation of a fellow human being. He said, looking back, many of these sketches are embarrassing, and it is frustrating that these thoughtless moments have become a weapon used by some to diminish my criticisms of social and other injustices. Mm-hmm. And um, he, the question is, why did you wait so long to talk about this? Because Jimmy Fallon has apologized for wearing blackface in skits as well. Jimmy Kimmel said he held back on making a statement as I knew doing so would be celebrated as a victory by those who equate apologies with weakness and cheer for leaders who use prejudice to divide us. That delay was a mistake. Mm. I, yeah, I, I know. I've given everyone kind of a pass like I, and, and celebrated and applauded their quickness of the apology. Yeah. But I will, ha- I, I do, there's a part of me that does think, I have never thought, and I'm 42, so I'm about the same age as the Jimmys or any of these comedians, sans Ted Danson. I don't remember a time in my life that it was a that it seemed right, appropriate, or funny to do blackface. So sometimes I I, I get that. Well, you know, it was funny back then. Isn't funny anymore? I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember it ever. I I thought it was always cringeworthy. So I, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so I. I cut them some slack, but also I'm kind of like, when when was this ever a good idea? Well, apparently it was a good idea on 30 Rock um, because Tina yeah. Fey has now asked syndicators and streaming platforms to remove four episodes of 30 Rock that contain blackface. I mean, and I, these were I, done in the early 2000s. 2000s, yeah. And um, <laughs> she said, uh, we believe these episodes featuring actors in race-changing makeup are best taken out of circulation. I understand now that intent is not a free pass for white people to use these images. I apologize for the pain that I've caused. Megan Kelly, for her part, interestingly, fired for her comments on blackface on NBC, said, and what network did this air on? 
on yeah. Twitter. Well, it's, there's a oh. lot, you know, because there's a lot of some people are held to a different standard than others. Yeah, she has a good yep. point. She has a point. Yeah. Thanks, friends. Elizabeth always has a point on <laughs> Twin try. Cities Live today at three. When we come back, the return of Alexis's favorite segment, Real Fun Facts, next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. My little pony, my little pony, comb and brush her hair. My little pony, my little pony, comb and brush her My Little Pony. Each sold separately. Collect them all. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. As a Rocco, we're right here. Hey, I mean, hey, it's hey, just hey. so very rude. Very, very rude. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk window seven one. Everything entertainment. Everything annoying. Fake British accent. I'm Jace with Lex, <laughs> Dawn, and Kenny. Uh, okay, now before we do anything else, let me check the total. Are, are we you? at seventy grand? Oh, now we're now people oh, are oh, just oh. teasing us now. Oh. Oh, how close are we? Uh, well, we're, listen to this. $69,916. Oh. Therese Seidel Miller. Thank you, sweetheart. She got us oh, real close. $100. Yes. But, uh, okay, now now you're just teasing us. So oh. can we have a couple people donate 100 or maybe $50 or something or 5 A whole bunch of you donate 5 just so we can see that beautiful, that beautiful oh. 7 0 Zero. Zero. Zero, zero. zero. Did I have enough zeros, Dawn? Was yeah. that enough? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay, oh, you're asking good. me? Yeah. Why am I asking you? I should <laughs> yeah, have you nailed it. You nailed it, Jace. Great job. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, now, I'm going to do some fun facts here, and then... I thought this was a typo in the grid. How dare you? How dare you? I tried to provide <laughs> quality content, and you think it's a typo. No. I it was. Okay. Fun fact time. I like fun facts. I know you do. If they're actually true. Whatever. We we can't we, whatever. Oh, here's a fun fact. That's right. Remember when you used to reveal yes. fake ones? I know, but that's a. I a, wouldn't mind that. I I've turned over. I've turned over. I've turned over a new leaf. These are all real fun facts, and I'm all not right. I'm not joking. These are real crazy loony <laughs> nutter butter facts. You ready? Yes. Kenny, you yes. ready? I'm bracing myself. Okay, Dawn, are you ready to be educated? Ed- <laughs> yeah. Here we go. First one. Fun fact. It takes a lobster approximately seven years to grow to be one pound. Oh, wow. Well, that's, not only is that fun, that's fascinating. Thank you, Katie. Uh, Thank you. That's a positive wow. reinforcement I not only appreciate but need. And the ironic thing, it takes me about seven minutes to eat one. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> right, a pound? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Next fun fact. That's both fun and factual. <laughs> Once a human reaches the age of 35, they will start losing approximately 7,000 brain cells a day, and these cells will never be replaced. I, I that's not fun. Know. That's true. I think I'd blown that one out of the water. Me too. <laughs> way, way ahead of the curve there, baby. I've, I've been helping it along. Kenny wins. Kenny, Kenny wins. wins. 
Oh man. Oh. <laughs> you can bump that number up for me. I'm I'm thinking more around the nine thousand dollar nine thousand cell range. Oh. <clears throat> Here we go. Fun fact. Approximately forty this is for you, Lex. Okay. Approximately forty thousand tons of meteoric dust hits the earth every year. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is fascinating. Isn't that fun? And how they measure that. Huh. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now that you bring it up, Lex, I, I don't buy I'm not buying it. Because <laughs> she's right. How do you measure that, Jason? I, I don't you make know. that crap up. No, I, these are not. Alexis won't let me make these up anymore. These are he all. He used to, though. We I were like, to, wait, Kenny, is that real yeah, or not? All, make yeah. you feel really on the fence about what the heck. I used to try to trick her, Kenny. Like, you know. Okay, here we go. I'd be like, Thomas Jefferson was a homosexual. Anyway, here we go. Wait, what? He opened, I knew it. He opened the first gay bar. Yes. <laughs> The wooden pony. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We need that gay bar. Please open that, (laughs) Jace. Okay. Fun fact. Pac-Man's name, Pac-Man, the 1979 arcade game, was originally called Puck-Man. The name was changed when they realized that vandals could easily scratch out part of the letter P. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would not be. We know what that means, right? Yeah, we do. We, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the P's and F. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Thank you, Alexa. <laughs> I'm just, you know, spelling it out for everybody. This is dedicated to Plunkett's <laughs> Pest Control. Oh. You ready, Lex? This is dedicated. This Absolutely. Will... <laughs> Dawn is looking at her computer screen like I'm grossing her out. Here we go. Fun fact. Assuming that all the offspring survived, 190 kajillion, that's how many zeros there are, flies could be produced in four months by the offspring of a single pair of flies. Oh, that is not right. That is apocalyptic. That is awful. <laughs> it's 24 Gross. zeros. Ugh. So it's 190 20. and 24 zeros. I don't even know Whoa. how many that is. That's a lot. Wow. Fun fact. They get down all the time, and they're making hundreds of them at a time. Yeah. Here we go. Astronauts become two and three inches taller when in space. Oh, cool. All parts of them? All parts of them. (laughs) Interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) I should go to space. Now we know why everybody wants to go to space. Yeah. Mr. Average, not so average anymore. Here's can, our f- they go, can they go into one of those space simulators? No. Here's oh, our final okay. fun fact. Shoot. Car wash attendants in San Francisco, California, may not use old pairs of underwear to wash or dry vehicles. It is a real <laughs> law. You think? No, it's a law. That means someone did that multiple yeah, times. That's, right. that's my concern. There we go. Thank you, Mr. Know-It-All.
There we go. Fun facts, everybody. They're fun and they're factual. There we go. I thought that was a huge hit. Dawn looked like she was seconds from falling asleep. No, uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to learn a new game that I have to do today with Donna and Steve that's extremely complicated. So I'm listening to old clips of it. Oh, So I'm just okay. trying to manage a bunch of different things at once. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I, okay. I, I was listening. But Scratch that from the record, everybody. Twice. Blame, blame okay. Valentine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are hitting a, a firm 70000 uh, <gasps> Yes. Oh, oh, refresh, refresh. Yes, $70,000 on the dot. <gasps> Thank you, everybody. Let's take Whoa. a break. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Thanks for being here. You're the best. We are very Ooh. grateful to all of you that have donated to the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. We got a couple donations in just the last few minutes. We are now at 70,060. Woohoo! Thanks to Linda Bergquist and Stephanie Onkin. Thank you for pushing us over the edge. Stephanie writes to us. I think she tweeted. She tweeted us, yeah. Yeah, do you have the tweet right there? Let me see. She's like, I got you, boo. That's right. 80,000. Here we come. That's right. Yeah. Here we come. Hey, girl. Hey, thank you, Stephanie. It's amazing. Uh, We've said it a couple times. We had the original goal of $40,000. And even in the first, you know, couple days, you never know how these things are going to go. And when you launch a charity event, especially in a time where the economy is retracting and so many of you are out of a job and and trying to just make ends meet, uh, and get groceries for your family and, and, and you're worrying about your own employment and the fact that even in this environment, you guys still come out in record numbers with record amounts of money. It just, it's uh it, it does really does re uh, reinvigorate your faith in other people, especially when, especially when, uh, oh. especially when faith in humanity is in short supply these days. Um, but so <laughs> I'm serious. No, that's so true, Jace. Yeah. I, it's been such a brightener these this last eight days yeah. of just seeing everyone come together and donate as they have been. It, it just proves again that my talkers are the best. Yeah. Really, just, they are, and especially it's amazing. All of the listeners to the other shows, obviously, but you know, obviously, this is our show, so we love you guys the most. And yeah, of course, if we, yeah. If we're being honest, you guys have really just let me be blunt. You guys have kicked Earth, um, you morning rangers that get up with us every day and hang with us while you're brushing your hair and brushing your teeth. And I see you, I see you, Mary. I see you putting your uh, your your. Uh, her hairnet on. What do you people wear hairnets on? I don't even know. Do people do hairnets anymore? I don't know. They work in restaurants. Uh, they do. Stuff. That's very true. Mm-hmm. So my point being, you guys, if we're just being very honest, you morning folks have really shown up. Um, shown up for the Neighborhood Development Center. You've shown up for all of the uh, businesses and restaurants that are going to benefit from this. You heard from Manny's. Uh, from Manny's Tortas yesterday, you heard the promo if you missed the actual interview. This money matters. You're, it's such a cliche, but y'all are making a difference. You really, yeah, really are. the impact is, is far-reaching. Absolutely, Jace. Yeah. It's just amazing. It, it's really going to go to help these people, and it's, I'm so grateful. Yeah, Especially, like I said, when faith in humanity is like uh, mm-hmm. waning when i see videos from i had this on the sheet and i didn't get to it earlier but when i you know see videos did you guys see the video of the guy the older man 
who basically pushed and punched the Walmart employee to get into the store because he refused to he wear a have, mask. Yes. Did you see that video? I did. I, I mean, just he saw made it. it into the store, too, and I'm thinking, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. I, 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 I He's don't... the messenger. Just put a mask on. Yeah. And if you don't like the policy, this isn't about civil liberties, but I'm so sick of seeing these videos of the Corona Nutter Butters that don't want, that are, I think, being selfish. Look, I get, hey, if you don't want to do it, that's great. Uh, No, actually, I don't think it's great. I'm not going to be nice about it. If you don't want to do it, then don't go to places, private businesses that enforce that rule. I do curbside pickup, too, in a lot of places. And expect to just walk in. I mean, that's the other thing. And to push employees, Lex, I didn't mean to cut uh, you out there, sweetie, but to push push and punch. Well, so didn't somebody get shot at like a Dollar General? I think a fight ensued uh, a couple months ago. Yep. A a security guard, I think, Mm -hmm. my memory is working properly. It's just insanity. Don't, these, these people are just doing their job. They're lucky, you know, they're they're trying to keep their job. And like the Walmart, they have they have rules. It's a private business. And if you don't want to follow that rule to get your zucchini or your Orville Redenbach or microwave popcorn, then go to another store that feels the same way you do. But for for all of these employees, just can you I was thinking about well, find this. something in your cart or just wrap around your head and tie on. Can you imagine the anxiety? I mean, they're already, think about this. You're adding, these people, some of them probably don't, probably are afraid to go to work, but yep. they need to go to work to put food on the table for their family. So all you are doing, Nutter Butter, is adding stress to the days of these people that are just trying to do their job. They may not even, they may agree with you, actually, but they, it doesn't matter. They probably make minimum wage or not much more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're also putting him in such risk because the guy, he was just, the employee was just, was standing in front of him like, you need to put a mask on, you need to put a mask on. Meanwhile, the guy walked in, I mean, he was like, oh, uh, 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 and he's spitting all over and all upset and getting all physical. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Then I saw the- It's an entitlement that is just, come on. Then I saw the woman, the the video on TMZ, the woman spitting on that toddler. Oh my gosh. Was it a baby, Dawn? It was a baby. Yeah, she was mad because she felt like the kid's parents were were not social distance enough. And so she- Yeah, so she spit on the... Coughed in the baby's face. Yeah, literally. Not an accident. Coughed in the baby's face, Kenny. Get back. It's just, people are gross. People are losing their minds. Yeah. Come on. It's just, come on, people. It, it's just, it's so, it's, it's so sad to me. You, you think, oh, you know, the majority of people are good, but there, there is just, uh, there's, there's some people that are just rotten to the core. And these videos, now that everyone oh. has cell phones. We're oh, just, they're coming out. Yeah, there's always been, there's always been rotten people, but we're just seeing it more because now everyone is recording it for the world to see. And it just, it. It's, well, and with numbers spiking in s- many states right now, it's just, we don't need this right now. Yeah. Um, I'll end on a positive note, uh, giving thanks and gratitude to all of our partners. Not only you guys, we talked about you uh, giving thanks, but to all of our MyTalk partners, including the Minneapolis Animal Emergency and Referral Center of Minnesota, Livia Weight Control Centers. Thank you guys so much for being great partners and giving us a matching fund for the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. We'll give you an update tomorrow, and Donna and Steve and Dawn will give you an update a little bit later because they're coming up next. Right now, go out there and be yourself, everyone, because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lexalou? That's right. You be you, but wear a mask when they ask you to, okay? Um, Have a great day.
great day. We love you so much. And we will talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. Beautiful day. Oh, baby, any day that you're gone away. It's a beautiful day.